On episode 9 of Be Found, Adam Steen is on the show to explain who his hero was growing up, his involvement in both CU and Boys Brigade, and his time as a Christian away from home at university. All that coming up. You're listening to Be Found. I'm your host, Gavin Scott, and on this podcast, we will be hearing from a different person each week on how Jesus has made an impact on their lives. Be Found is for absolutely anybody who wants to tune in and hear real stories from people about the Christian faith. As usual, I want to stress for anybody listening that despite the fact that you hear myself and my guests speaking at the same time, this podcast is recorded under the government and safety guidelines. And if you like what you hear, follow our Facebook page or subscribe to our iTunes account. Or you can stay updated with Regent Street Presbyterian's church page, youth and children's pages and YouTube channel, where you can find the podcast and so many resources and activities for you and your family. Now, joining me today is a third-year theology and religious studies student in York St. John University. He attends First Corian Church and is from Garva. It's Adam Steen. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Gavin. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. No yeah. worries, Adam. Uh, now, Adam, we both attended uh, moving away from university to York St. John. Uh, but my first question for you is, how has it been for someone in their dissertation year of university to have been studying through all of this? Well, it's been... It's been tough enough keeping my focus. I'm I'm back here at home at the minute. I decided to come home pretty pretty quickly. I think I was tra- I travelled back home the day they announced the, the the lockdown, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but as soon as I got home, I just knew I had to nearly shut the, shut my bedroom door and get the laptop out and just uh, I've been sitting here pretty steady since. In a sense, it's nice to maybe be out of the hustle and bustle of York and be back out back out. Um, here in Northern Ireland, which is nice. For my dissertation, I got it submitted last week, and oh, it was tough enough. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of. It was. It was a lot of late nights and lots of cups of tea. But no, I got it in and got a week to go until it's all over. What was your dissertation on? I did it on the emerging church. So trying to look at how the emerging church um, reads the Bible, um, and how that would be de- how how they're trying to sort of bring the Bible steer the Bible in a different direction to what's been traditionally traditionally done. But yeah. Fantastic. And Adam, uh, during your time there, you've been president of the CU uh, over in New York St. John for two years now. Uh, what are th- sort of the sort of things that they've done and that you've particularly en- enjoyed? I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to be president at, at the Christian Union and uh, what a great experience it was. Um, can't say that, can't say it was an easy ride the whole way, but kind of things like we did weekends away and we did events weeks um, and, and lots of general events within university. And it was just, it was, it was a brilliant experience to nearly have a, an organization to be part of that give you um, sort of a, a foundation to go out into the university campus and talk to people that had never heard about Jesus. Just an opportunity that I, you by yourself, you'd feel, you'd feel kind of nervous doing, but the fact that you're part of a, of a group of Christians getting to go out into the uni campus, yeah, it was just a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, And maybe more just a general question about your time at university. Is there anything in particular that you've enjoyed throughout your time uh, at York St. John? Um, the city of York, as, a, as, a, as Gavin, as, as, as you know, is a, is a lovely mm-hmm. place. Uh, coming from out near Garva to moving to, to York, it was definitely... Um, a lovely thing to go through. I've enjoyed getting to 
meet new people, lots of English people, not many, not many Northern Irish people at York St. John. Uh, that's that's been different. That's been it's sort of been eye opening for me and definitely a good experience all around. Yeah, superb. Uh, and then obviously you're studying theology, uh, theology and religious studies. Has there been anything that you find particularly interesting? And mm-hmm. um, obviously you, you talked maybe about a bit about the emerging church. Um, is that a particular interest to you, or um, has there been other stuff that has also caught your interest? Well, whenever I was finishing my levels and trying to decide on the course, I really wanted to do a course that would challenge me and that would um, that would give me an opportunity to study other people's opinions and not just sort of what I what I've been brought up believing. That's like, for example, that's why I studied the Emerging Church. I didn't really know much about Emerging Church beliefs or that kind of thing. So I thought, why not study someone that doesn't necessarily believe exactly what I do? That's what's been best about the course. As, as you know, the, the lectures are coming from varied backgrounds and they have they can give me insights that I would never get to hear um, if I'd gone to a different place to learn. So definitely beneficial all around, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, Adam, thank you for those. Uh, now it's time for the hot seat. The Hot Seat, for anyone unfamiliar, is a segment of the show in which I'm going to be asking Adam a series of questions that will see us learn more about him and some of his interests. Some of them will be quick fire to start off with, but some of them will need that little bit more thought. Who was your hero growing up? Growing up, I was a bit obsessed, still am, I suppose, with football. And I used to sit up on the computer, the home computer, back then where the computer was 10 times deep as it was, as the screen was wide. And we sat and, sat and watched videos of footballers like like Ronaldinho and Thierry Henry. So it'd have, but I suppose as a child, I look at Arsene Wenger and think, well, oh, he's my hero. Now, obviously, didn't always, didn't yeah, turn out yeah. that well in the end. But um, no, definitely a hero growing up was Arsene Wenger. Fair play, fair play. I thought you, I thought you were going to go down the, the Arsenal sort of Thierry Henry route. Um, mm-hmm. Why choice? Yeah. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, see, usually it's the it's the speed or the flying or that kind of thing. But I've had, I've thought over time that wouldn't it be amazing to be able to turn into any animal you wanted to? That'd be cool. Because if you were able to shape, if you were able to shape shift into an animal, like a bird or something else, or a or a or a cheetah, then you'd get all those superpowers in one anyway. So that would probably be very, it. Very good. Uh, which person would you have play you in a movie based on your life? Hmm, probably. Probably someone like oh, I love Tom Hanks. I really like Tom Hanks films. I'd love it if, <laughs> if he was if he was the story of my life. Yeah, probably Tom Hanks. He's he's not really in a in a bad film, is he? Not no not one bad Tom Hanks mm-hmm. film yet. I've seen no. <laughs> and if you could watch one film uh, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, after my most recent answer, I think anyone that knows me knows that. Um, by far my favourite film is Forrest Gump. Uh, I think I must. I think I must know every line by now. I could do just a one man, a one man oh, performance. Man show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of just a media and every character. Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah, no, I've probably seen it about two hundred times. Yeah, if you could eat uh, one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? I haven't had it recently due to the lockdown. But a honey chili chicken and a salt and chili chip from the Chinese is hard to beat on a Friday night, so I'd probably go for that. 
All right, some great answers there, Adam. Uh, now we're just going to move on just to maybe more questions about your faith. Okay, so the first question, Adam, um, how and when did you decide to become a Christian? Well, Gavin, as many, like many of your guests, I've been brought up in a Christian home and known to, I've known God's love from a young age, and that's something that's always been on my mind. Um, went to Sunday school and church growing up, but when I got to a certain age, my parents sort of allowed me to make my own mind up. We sort of were allowed to decide whether we wanted to go to church. And as a as a lazy, as a lazy 10, 11 year old boy, I decided that I was too cool for church. So I sort of I decided I was going to stay at home. And then it took me to about my mid teen years to really realize and and, and realize that I was just being a bit of, a bit silly <laughs> so, until I wised up and kind of thought, you know, this this is something that I really want to go to because I always went to see you in school, but didn't I really engage with church that mm-hmm. much it probably took me until my mid-teens I couldn't say it was one flash experience but it took me until I was about my mid-teens to realize that Christianity isn't about having this thing that you keep to yourself it's about this it's about sharing and when that dawned on me through meeting various people that's whenever I sort of realized what this Christian life is all about um, I suppose I look at my life as as possible as stepping stones and um, I haven't always got it right, but I think God has 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 led me to understand Him better, and through the people He's He's put in my life and that kind of thing. Yeah, very good, Adam. And knowing you, you've been in plenty of organisations, so you've been involved in Boys Brigade and CU, obviously, for most of your life as well. Um, how important have these been for your spiritual life? Oh, extremely important. Um, couldn't um, undervalue how much. How much things like BB meant to me. That's how, Gavin, as you well know, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. That's the first place yeah. going to play BB football on a, on a cold Tuesday night in Coleraine. That was, um, but no, Boys Brigade for me was the it was one of the things I looked forward to sitting in school during the week and thought I can't wait for Friday night because I know BB's coming up. And I suppose it took me a while to realize to to realize how much value those Bible classes had. But you you learned so much and just an opportunity to sit there with your mates on a Friday night and hear new stories and hear the minister uh, telling you, telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's, and you didn't get often get to hear it during the week at school, but Friday night you got to go to BB. Um, so yeah, Boys Brigade was huge for my Christian development um, and see you as well. Things like and by, holiday Bible clubs, oh, they might have a holiday Bible clubs I've been to either voluntary or involuntary. It was, um, it was, yeah, definitely an opening, eye opening for me. Very good. And also, you mentioned BB uh, is how we met. Now, as I say, no, it wasn't always in a good fashion. Often, Garva would end up uh, beating fifth chlorine, unfortunately, in some of those BB competitions. <laughs> but um, less said about that, the better. But maybe just my question to you would be the next is something obviously. Boys Brigade was something that you and I both enjoyed, and I know plenty um, of our year group did. Not just because it was a time really to kind of to go to church and to 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 hear the word of God, but also maybe just to to relax, maybe in an environment with your with your friends and kind of have a little bit of fellowship. Um, how important really is that as well? I mean, obviously we, we we talk about you know looking after everyone spiritually, but also just providing somewhere where maybe whether you're Christian or not Christian, uh, you feel safe and and you're having a good time. No, massively. The, the, if, when I was going to BB, you could tell that there were some fellas there that that didn't particularly um, have much interest in Christian life, or weren't or weren't too sure yet where they were headed. But 
but that's not what BB was, I suppose. The BB was there to facilitate um, young fellas to come along and just get to meet other people in their own age groups. And oh, the amount of sports that are put on, you've got football, volleyball, all sorts, badminton, and all that kind of thing. Um, I suppose you turned up on a Friday night thinking, I'm going to get, I'm going to get so much out of tonight if I put in the if I put in my effort, and um, that's what it was. And you meet friends that um, that you'd that you'd never meet anywhere else. I suppose you meet all sorts, and they're all from round about you too, which is quite nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it means you can you can meet up with them outside of BB as well. Yeah, no, yeah, those kind of organisations that don't that allow you to focus on other things and progress and other aspects of life. No, definitely beneficial. Very good, Adam. And obviously, listen to your previous answers. You've t- maybe talked about how you wanted to challenge yourself and to go beyond your your surroundings. And um, so, how difficult then was it for you then heading to university and um, to keep up with your faith, but also, as you mentioned before, to kind of take everything in uh, and not be stuck in maybe a mindset of of your own opinion or your own um, thought or knowledge about things. Moving to um, moving to York was definitely a challenge spiritually. I was put in a in a student halls with five other girls. There were six in the flat. I was the only boy, so that was a that was a good trick they played there. I just turned up, not knowing who I was going to be living with, and there were five girls lined up in the corridor. There were so that was, and they were all non-Christian girls uh-huh, as well. Yeah. Um, but it was a yeah, it was a brilliant experience getting to chat to them. Um, some of them had a bit of a Christian background, and so that was a challenge. And I always knew I wanted to play football or some kind of sport going to uni. Um, I did join football and played a bit of volleyball too. And not many Christians about, which was a new thing for me, coming from uh, Corian Inst. And, and my primary school was just, you know, it was full of Christianity and we, uh, there was always prayer and there was always a Christian that you could rely on chatting to. But you go to uni and I suppose people like yourself and people in the CU were the only familiar faces I had in terms of my, of my faith. But... Um, I think settling into a good church and going to the CU were the biggest steps that I made. If I hadn't have done that, I could have been a, it could have been a real struggle because when you're trying to face challenges by yourself, it's a, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's always a lot nicer to have someone to message or someone to call upon whenever, whenever you're going through a tough time. Mm-hmm. And what would be really your advice for anybody that's maybe going away the next year or has plans to do that or even just you know going to university in general is it's one of those things I think maybe it's important for you you know something that you um have been able to do was establish a, a bit of a bit of a, a group of friends and a group of people that you were familiar with but obviously a, a church so yeah is is that your advice really yeah 100% um get stuck in don't be afraid like if, if you end up going to a church and it's and and you don't think it's the one for you the good thing about being a student is those churches just want you to find a place where you can have a temporary home for a while while you're in that city. Don't think that anyone's going to be have their opinions hurt or their feelings hurt if you come to their church and decide it's, it's just you're going to go try another one. They just want you to find a place um, for help and for support while you're there. Um, so yeah, definitely get just get stuck in. Very good. Okay, and during the given circumstances uh, we're under, Adam, is there a, maybe a verse or a message that is particularly relevant uh, to you? Well, I'm quite I quite like listening to to music during during these kind of times. I listen to I listen to a lot of um, I listen to a lot of older gospel music. Not really up not really up to date with my um, with my, <laughs> with my Christian worship, but I would listen to a lot of older stuff. And a song that I as I would say is a, it's a it's a well known song to to quite a few people. But 
um, the song Just a Closer Walk with Thee. And um, the version I was listening to is Patsy Cline. Um, and it's, uh, it's it's just a very good song. It's it's based on the it's based on the verses the fir- the first verse is based on is Second Corinthians five verse seven, mm-hmm. which is for we live by faith and not by sight. And the second verse is based on is come near to the Lord and He will come to you. I think especially that second verse is extremely important at the minute. That while we're in these sort of times of living in our houses by ourselves or we're we're sort of we feel cooped up um that we know that what we need to do right now is to draw close to god because when we draw close to him he will draw closer to us very good adam well thank you for your time that's all we have for today now if you are looking for more information and contact with adam's church that's first Korean. they are still uploading their services up on youtube uh, so you can check out their page to catch those and if you've enjoyed the podcast please do follow our facebook page or subscribe to our Spotify or iTunes account, or you can stay updated with Regent Street Presbyterian's church page and Justin Children's pages, or even our YouTube channel where you can find the podcast and so many more resources and activities for you and your family. Now, thank you very much, Adam. Well, thank you, Gavin. It's been a pleasure. Thank no you. And thank you for listening at home.